Welcome back to the Helio Hormones podcast. Today on our Friday Chats episode, I want to share with you three supplements you should be taking or... Welcome back to the Helio Hormones podcast. This is our Friday Chats episode. We are going to keep it short and sweet. I want to share three supplements with you today that are either necessary or can be really helpful during the first trimester of pregnancy. So I work a ton on preconception support with my clients, but really the work does not stop once they get a positive pregnancy test. Most of my clients choose to continue care with me throughout their pregnancy. Typically we will meet once a trimester to address any concerns that come up, whether that is digestive symptoms related to pregnancy energy or sleep changes, or even nutrient deficiencies that we had been working on pre-pregnancy and continue to try to improve throughout pregnancy. And when I get notified that a client is pregnant, we immediately pivot and switch up their protocol. Everyone's protocol is going to look a little bit different, but I did want to share three supplements that really I almost always am recommending during the first trimester. Now, not included in this list is a prenatal because I think that is pretty self-explanatory, but it is important to note that not all prenatals are created equal. There are some really amazing prenatals out there and some really terrible ones that are really great at marketing themselves to be great. Some of them are just missing key nutrients or some of them don't have enough of those key nutrients that we require during pregnancy. I don't really understand it. I'm like, why would you even bother making a prenatal that really isn't adequate, but they're out there. Maybe it's to keep costs low. I'm not really sure. For example, many prenatals don't have enough folate or choline that is actually needed during pregnancy. And these two are actually going to be the first two of the three on our list today. And if this is the case for you, it doesn't necessarily mean that your prenatal has to be thrown out or that it's bad. There are actually plenty of prenatals out there that I do like for other reasons that don't have enough folate or choline, but it does mean that these things need to be taken separately. So first on the list is folate. It is a B vitamin known as B9. It is important for making new healthy cells and especially important for pregnant women because it helps to form the neural tube, which is essentially the brain and the spine and the baby. Getting adequate folate prevents a baby from being born with neural tube defects, including being born with part of their brain missing, or if the backbones don't form and the spinal column is exposed, there can be damage to the spinal column that can lead to physical and mental disabilities. So really important if it is as simple as taking one extra supplement to help prevent these major life-changing and potentially life-ending conditions in your baby is really important to be aware of it and to be doing it. So most prenatals will have some form of folate, but they may not have enough. So typically I recommend looking for something called methyl tetrahydrofolate or 5-MTHF, which is a form of folate that is easier for the body to use, especially if you know that you've been diagnosed with the, um, or not diagnosed, but if you know you have the MTHFR gene mutation, really important you're taking folate in a methylated form. And if all that is gibberish to you, don't worry about it. But taking just 400 micrograms daily reduces the risk of developing neural tube defects by 70%. 
Now, some women may require much higher doses. So talk to your OB about how much you need to be taking, but making sure that you're taking folate in some capacity and figuring out exactly how much you need. Then on the list is choline. So choline is not actually a vitamin or a mineral, but it is often thought of as a B vitamin. And it's actually a nutrient that is found in foods like eggs, meat, fish, and mushrooms. And just like folate, it helps to prevent against neural tube defects. And yes, you do need both. You can't just take choline and think that does the job of folate and and choline. You need to be taking both. And it's recommended to take a minimum of 450 milligrams per day of choline during pregnancy. Now, many prenatals don't have any choline. So it's really important to be looking for that and supplement if you don't have any or if you don't have enough. Also eating two eggs a day gives you about 50% of the choline you need. So if your prenatal has some choline, but not enough, but you are consistently getting eggs in your diet, that may be enough for you. But again, speak with your OB about that. All right. Last on our list is not a required supplement for first trimester, but it is often very helpful. And that is B6. So B6 is great during the first trimester for a few reasons. The first being that it helps to support progesterone production. Now, progesterone is known as the pregnancy hormone, and our body is responsible for making progesterone until around week 10, which is when the placenta can start taking over. And low progesterone is a very common cause of miscarriage during the first trimester, especially during that seven to nine week window. Now, not only can B6 help support progesterone levels, but it also helps to improve nausea during the first trimester. If you are having a lot of morning sickness or, you know, a lot of times we'll have that morning sickness in the evening around dinner time, it's really important that you're eating, you know, first thing in the morning, you're eating small, frequent meals. But if you're doing those things and still having pretty bad nausea, B6 is safe to take in pregnancy and can help with that really important during the first trimester, especially that you're eating, you're getting those nutrients, you're not throwing up and potentially becoming dehydrated so that you can really support your growing baby. With B6, your prenatal will have some, but it will not have enough to make a major difference in nausea symptoms. So typically the recommended dose for B6 in terms of nausea is 50 to hundred milligrams. But as I said before, speak with your doctor, speak with your OB about whether or not that is the right fit for you during first trimester. All right. So again, three things to think about during the first trimester is does your prenatal have enough folate and choline? And if not, where can you get those through other sources of supplementation? And the third is going to be B6 to help with nausea and help support progesterone production. Now, is B6 going to be a replacement for taking something like progesterone orally or vaginally? No. If your progesterone levels are really low, I'm talking like below 10, maybe even below 12 to 14, then I would probably recommend, you know, going the route of the more pharmaceutical approach of taking progesterone. But if your progesterone is hovering around like the 16 to 18 mark, then B6 can help to boost up a bit. 
I am a big proponent of tracking progesterone during the first trimester, which is not standard of care in conventional medicine, unless you've had recurrent miscarriages. But personally, I don't really understand why a woman should have to wait to miscarry in order to get her progesterone tested during first trimester when we know it's so important and it's such a quick, easy blood test. So one of the first things I always tell my clients when they message me and they say, I'm pregnant, you know, what should we change up? I say, go get your progesterone tested as soon as possible so that we know exactly where it's at and whether or not we need to start doing things now to support it over these next few weeks. All right. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you again so much for listening, for supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I will see you on Tuesday.